30 seconds and counting. Astronauts report it feels good. T-minus 25 seconds. 20 seconds and counting. T-minus 15 seconds. Guidance is internal. 12, 11, 10, 9. Ignition sequence start. 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. You're listening to It's Not Rocket Surgery on 98.9 Northwest SM. Tower cleared. Here we got a roll program. Reporting the roll and pitch program. Not a proper heading. Good evening. Welcome to uh, It's Not Rocket Surgery here on uh, this Sunday night here in Hadfield and all across Melbourne and the world. <laughs> um, I'm Vlado and uh, oh, that ticking, I've got the ticking. <laughs> Ticking's back. <laughs> um, in the studio with me tonight, I've got a uh, long-time listener, often commenting, uh, Reg. Good evening. Good evening. Uh, just get a bit closer to that microphone. Yeah, that's it. That's better. Beautiful. I'm a novice. Welcome. Welcome into the studio. Thank you very much. I had to find out where Hatfield was to get here, but we got here in the end. It's on the Melways, GPS. It's on the Melways. You're not... Uh, it's just Coburg. You're not a technophobe. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> between, between Coburg and, and Glenroy. That's it. So... Got here in the end. Yes, and uh, hopefully later we'll be joined by Wall, regular yes, guest Wall. co-host. Come on down. He's uh, apparently got a sick sensei that he needs to uh, drop off at home. So, um, But it is 10.37 here on this uh, Sunday night, 15.1 degrees outside. How, how nice has the weather been? Oh, it's been great. I'm Brazilian, so I lap it up. Oop. Bring on the... Um, don't bump the... the t- oh, don't bump the table. We've, we've, gone, go. we've gone into mono. There we go. We got, we're back. <laughs> High technology. Bump yep. the table, things work again. Yep. I'll remember that. It's the uh, Fonzarelli. <laughs> That's dash. it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Big uh, fan of the hot weather, so bring it on. Bring it on. Yep, definitely. It hasn't been too hot. I was a bit warm the other day. Uh, yeah, Melbourne's all the over the 30s, place. Yeah. You know, I'm sort of from um, Brazil where it's very constant. It's always hot, whereas here it's one minute 17, next minute 35. You never know. So how long have you been in Melbourne? Uh, I was born in Brazil in 1970, came here when I was eight years old. So I've all been right. here a long time now. Been back? Uh, yeah, about 12 years ago. So it was a culture shock. All right. Yep. So, so good, um, but uh, the Brazilians know how to party. They certainly do. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been, but been to a carnival? Uh, no, not during carnival time. It's quite funny actually. Talking to my cousins, they uh, they tend to leave Rio when carnival's on. It all gets a bit too crazy. So yeah. I think the locals make an exit. So a lot of tourists come into town and yeah. things go a bit nuts. Trinidad is the same for carnival. It's um, they either party hard and st- like stay in town and party hard, or they go. Down the islands or to, to the country houses. Yeah, yeah. but uh, no, definitely a lifestyle that I would uh, like to enjoy <laughs> more often. They know how to party. So I had uh, one of um, Michelle's cousins asking me when we we're going to come back to Trinidad. So look, that's Lotto. Yeah. One day maybe. So, but uh, anyway, we're here to talk science and tech stuff. Certainly are. Um, and the reason why I asked you to come in today mm. is uh, while was going to the RoboGal Gala and uh, he was going to be talking about women in engineering and I thought, well, 
How about we ask one of our listeners who happens to be a... Qualified. Qualified. On both counts. Female engineer. <laughs> so, uh, no. Yep. I thought, and you... Happily, look, I was happy to, to, to have you phone in, but uh, even happier to have you in the studio. Ah, I thought it was you a good opportunity to see how the studio works. So, yeah, why not? When it does work, when you don't have to... Yeah, when you don't have to thump the table. <laughs> um, no, but it's all good. So, uh, but yes, it should be good. Um, so, we're going to talk about uh, Robogirl when Wall gets in here. We'll yep. talk about about women in engineering, we'll talk about news and, and, and uh, happenings of the last week and perhaps a little bit the week before, yep. stuff I didn't talk about last week. Stuff you ran out of time. Um, yep. Yeah, and, uh, and the usual top ten and play a few songs here and there. It's all pretty okay. relaxed. Uh, anybody who wants to join in on the madness that is It's Not Rocket Surgery can do so on SMS on uh, 0447 uh, if you really want to, you can call us in the studio. Um, please do so during a song. If you do so, on uh, nine three zero double four nine eight nine, and I will try to get it working. Um, last week we had Russ ring in for the whole two hours, except for the uh, the bit where he got cut off because he was on the phone for two hours. <laughs> um, but we got him back, and it was good, um, and it worked well. I thought. Yeah. And hopefully the streaming's working. Oh yeah, hope so. Uh, so if you can also uh, join in on the madness on Facebook at the uh, It's Not Rocket Surgery Facebook page or on Twitter at R C K T S R G R Y Rocket Surgery. Sounds like M-I-C-K-Y-M-O-U-S-A-R-G-R-Y. Just remember, no vowels. No vowels. So no, no, it's, vowels are obsolete. Exactly. It's uh, modern day people. The youth of today. They don't need vowels. Mm. We don't need no stinking vowels. Um, so, but we'll, we need to do a sponsor break. It's overdue. Uh, and we'll come back and we'll uh, maybe play a song and we'll just... Chat. Chat. Yeah. All right. So, station break. Do what we need to do. Uh, make sure inspiration is turned on. There we go. And we're back. And uh, just logging into Facebook during that that uh, break and uh, we see that uh, we've got a new like on the uh, It's Not Rocket Surgery web uh, Facebook page, one Jason, who oh. shares the same surname as no, you. No idea who that is. No, no yeah. yeah, it's a small <laughs> world. Hi, hubby. We are just talking about how small a world it is uh, before, before yeah. we came into the studio. Incredible. So, uh, yeah, it is a small world after all. It is a small world after I'm not all. Break. Let's not break into small. No, no, no. Don't do that. That, that breaks uh, rule number one of George. <laughs> no singing on the radio, which we happen to break probably once a week. Yeah, you do it all the time. Look, we have fun. Um... That ticking is really annoying. I don't know where it came from, but it's like it'll be back in the log. So hopefully next week it'll be fixed, and uh, I'll see if I can clean it out of the uh, the, the stream of the podcast when I eventually get around to it. Apologize, apologize for not getting the uh, podcast for last week up yet, but you know life. Life gets in the way. Life gets in the way. Um, oh, we'll do the with we'll the news. Uh, news in I don't have a rant. I actually had a few rants that I thought of, but. Yeah. No, I'm, no. I'm, 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 not I'm, ranting I'm, mood. I've mellowed a little since. Oh, you're very I was, chilled. I was angry earlier on, but and look, I can't remember. I didn't note what the rant was. So. <laughs> it passed. It might come back to me later. So, um, angry Vlad. Vlad, no, 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 look, yeah, you won't like me when I'm angry. <laughs> <laughs> Turn green, shivering. <laughs> uh, but in news, um, a few things of note. Uh, Mars Curiosity moved this week, earlier this week, so dun, dun, dun. it left. Uh, Rock that they call Jake, 
I think I drove for about uh, six hours and found yep. a new place. It's still heading towards Glenelg. Still going. It'll get there one day. Not Glenelg, South Australia, obviously. Oh, look, I think it's pretty much uh, <laughs> comparison. There's a comparison there. I believe, there. I believe it's named after a place in Canada. So Okay. Um, but there are a few places that uh, it tends to visit, uh, it hopes to visit, and they sound like suburbs or towns of Australia. So I guess the shared community uh, background between Canada and Australia. Yep. Um, so that was a quick and nasty. I thought I'd just include that. Uh, Mars is still going. The rover is still it'll, there. It'll be going for ages because it's got the, uh, got the uranium power source. It. So it's not, not relying on sun or... Yep. At the mercy keep of going for a while. dust covering the solar panels. So, look, and I'll, I'll keep bringing it up just for Wall because he, <laughs> <laughs> he, he hates it when not I do the rover again. The rover Mars. This this uh, this uh, um, episode brought to you by NASA once again. Uh, Russ has commented on face on on Twitter. Ticking isn't the, on the stream tonight. Yay! There we go. Oh, there you go. Streaming is working. Checking in from Sydney from uh, Winsome. Ah. There we go. We've got some activity on the Twitter. Um, because phoning in has elements of uh, being a technology crapshoot, that, uh, that's Russ. Who, oh, from Russ. Okay. Who was the guy who <laughs> rang in last week. <laughs> yes. But look, it worked well, though. So we just keep note. There we go. So we're live on the stream. That's we're, good to know. We're live on the stream. We're being heard in Sydney. Okay. If, if you're out there in southern Maryland or in Cambridge or in London. Or in uh, Brazil or, or in, in Portugal. Brazil or, or Trinidad and or Tobago. Um, Glenelg, South Australia has a magic mountain. <laughs> I'm sure it does. Who's that from? That was from um, <laughs> from Russ, and we have a a Facebook message from from uh, Wall saying, "Open the damn door." <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that'll prompt us to go into a song. All right, so we'll go to a song. Um, and given we're going to be talking about women in engineering, I thought we'd play a uh, a song by. Um, Seeker Lover Keeper I had. Seeker. Here we go. Even though I'm a woman. Seeker Lover Keeper. <laughs> Here we go. So, so make sure I've got everything turned on. Auxiliary needs to be on. Put that on there. And we shall be good to go. We just double click on this. Go for it. Oh, back. Welcome, Wall. <laughs> Hi, Vlado. Uh, nice of you to make it. I try. Yeah, you're very trying. <laughs> um, just in time for us to talk about, oh, mouse curiosity. Yeah, you bastard. <laughs> Move along. I was listening and I was like, come on. Yeah, that's it. Okay. That's the one you didn't want to talk about. You want to talk about the other stuff that I wanted to talk about. It's like, man. <laughs> just waiting for me to get in the studio to then just turn around and go, oh, look. More and more Mars Curiosity news. Oh, Who'd have thunk? It wasn't really news. It just moved. Oh, yeah. Drove, See, drove six that's hours. the level. But I thought, I, look, it was there. The tw- Winnebago change parking spots. <laughs> so, of course, the world needs to know. Curiosity tweeted it, so I'm reporting it. Ugh. That's it. I am a mouthpiece for NASA. You are. Uh, any other news? Uh, oh, my sensei actually likes the Mars Curiosity news. So, she oh, said, cool. when I told her that that's what you do, and that I, you know, drives me nuts, she said, Keep doing it. Yeah, it drives, drives you nuts where? Dead joke. Don't here on uh, 98.9 Northwest FM. It's not rocket surgery. Uh, the other news before we get on to the main topics of the uh, the evening. Um, Lotus 
is being discontinued by IBM. I thought it was long dead. I know I know people some people who worked at IBM and they said, Oh yeah, we're gonna let us know. It's like, oh, why? <laughs> I thought that yeah. Yeah. They haven't updated it for ten years. Yet, if you want to buy a copy copy of Lotus Notes, they'll charge you four hundred uh, three hundred and forty nine dollars. You're kidding. For, so, no. See, see, I'd say something about Lotus Notes right about now, but uh, I signed a security agreement. Saying <laughs> I can't talk about these kind of things. So, no, that's fine. Uh, we won't go there. Um, All I can say is Lotus Notes is crap. No, I, I agree. <laughs> All my experience with Lotus Notes. Confirms the, the only feature. The, sorry, the only utility that I could see that was the reason why it was used in the context that I know it in mm-hmm. is actually that it's less functional. All right, and so therefore uh, it keeps network traffic down. <laughs> <laughs> For all of those, you know, uh, completely uh, crippled computer yeah. networks uh, that certain organisations use. Um, by the way. RTG are uh, plutonium, not uranium. Oh, <laughs> Technicalities. Pedants, Russ. Ugh. Yes, All I right. know. We, we did talk about... It's uh, three, two, 238, isn't it? Uranium-238. No, uh, plutonium. Oh, okay. It, no, it was uranium. Yeah. Oh, Pretty yeah. sure we discussed it a few... Uh, a few Someone, I've been in, in the room five minutes and people are already abusing God, me. What facts here? God. And I've, I've got my... Uh, uh, oh, cool. Oh, my, cool. My sensei has just texted me. The sick sensei is drinking all your beer at home. <laughs> I think you've it been was all, had. It was all part of her plan, wasn't it? All along, I think so. Sitting, yeah, sitting in the studio. <laughs> for I'm sure an hour and sorry, I can't join you in the studio. I'm uh, just going to drink your beer. I'm sick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. <laughs> Hi, John. <laughs> um, oh, and the, and the other thing. So that, yeah, they're, they're discontinuing Lotus IBM. So Thank God. Um, mm. And the other thing that was uh, I saw today, I, I saw a long form uh, article about five. Actually, it wasn't long form. It was five five things that uh, is good about the new MySpace. So MySpace is back, supposedly. Can I get? Uh, what, surely die. they will now call it MySpace two point just to uh, really no, two point shred their two, credibility. Two point so like five years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so what is it now? It'll be I MySpace or something like that. I MySpace. <laughs> My Spacebook. <laughs> my Spacebook. I My Spacebook. <laughs> my Twitter. It's, it's not original, but I liked the uh, the mashup. My face. My face. <laughs> Meet me on my face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, quality. Yeah, let's not. <laughs> um, Welcome to the studio. <laughs> <laughs> By the way. Uh, Ten fifty-four, and I've already done my in the gutter already. That was quick. Actually, no, actually, <laughs> it's this longer implies than usual. that you actually get out of the gutter. <laughs> Um, all right, so we've done a song response break. We're, we're doing pretty well for time. Robo Girl. So this is Friday. Friday, yes. Please do tell about uh, what is Robo Girl, and uh, and okay, we'll we'll discuss from there. All right. Um, from what I understand, from the brief review of the website and from the attendance of the uh, gala event on Friday night, Robo Girls is an organisation that was set up by Marissa Chang. Marissa, Marissa Chang. Yeah. Marissa? Um, for the purpose of uh, encouraging um, primary school aged girls to consider engineering as a career by basically getting them to be uh, taught by, funnily enough, university uh, aged 
women engineers. Yep. <laughs> so uh, they would do, uh, they, they go into schools, they teach them programming, they uh, show them, uh, like they get Lego uh, kits yep. that they then take into the school. Um, and the girls just go nuts over it. They, they're they really keen. Great hands-on stuff. They're exactly. Building things, putting things together. And um, they're, obviously they're getting at an age before uh, women start to self-select them out, themselves out of it's that interesting they've gone career. from primary school age to not mm. high school age. So they're really going for the young kids. Absolutely. They want early. Because the, the, from what they said, there, there'd be girls who'd just go, what's engineering? Mm. You know, And it's not a we're – not, we're not talking we're Afghanistan here where women are stuck in a mm. – you know. The, it's actually a – society, developed country. Yes, exactly. So. And technology is becoming more and more ubiquitous. Mm-hmm. So now is a great time, I think, to uh, – take advantage of that and change the numbers. There's something like 15% of uh, – sorry, 20% of women, I think, start engineering and there's only currently about mm, – somewhat about 10% of uh, yeah. engineers. I actually know. did research for this. Ah. Just for, it's not rocket surgery. Because I was thinking to myself, now, I'm a woman in engineer, in engineering. My gut feeling – Your your English is good. Yeah, it's kind English. of – yeah. No, it's no. the nerves. It's nerves. <laughs> um, <laughs> and she's an engineer. So. And I can't right. speak. That's, That's right. right. Communication is not my forte. Um, yeah, so my gut feeling was that roughly about 10% of the workforce is female. Mm. If you go to places like um, Engineers Australia, Institute of Engineers, I think stats were a couple of years old. Mm. Uh, it was like 2010. It was like 11% or something mm. of the their membership is female. Yep. And that's been pretty constant from about 2004 or so. Yeah. And then the big spike that went up was around the time that I actually joined engineering. So it was between 1990 and 2000. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting that it's actually remained quite flat in the last 10, 10 to 12 years. years or so. It hasn't uh, really moved that much. And for a country that's uh, desperate for more engineers, for more technical people, for exactly. people to actually uh, join the sciences, join engineering, join um, computer development, yep. and to be passingly familiar with the concepts that that kind of training gives you, mm. um, it, it seems to be ludicrous that you would uh, be willing to accept 50% of the population just going, yeah, oh, exactly I'm not right. really interested. It's in untapped potential. Exactly. You've got to get in there and encourage. Mm. If they've got the And I tell you, these, these the girls ability. were, I mean, okay, I'm, I, I hope this doesn't come across as sexist. <laughs> it will, but I apologise in advance. <laughs> I'm not racist, but... <laughs> but... <laughs> All I'm going to say is that uh, there are worse things in the world than being in a room full of 20-year-old female engineers. It was uh, they were articulate, they were interested, they are enthusiastic about their career, and look, having the attention of you know four or five twenty-year-old <laughs> female engineers was very, very gratifying. Oh, well. <laughs> I'm sorry, but no, no. Uh, to, to be honest, uh, they they were interested in what I did. You know what I mean? They were interested in what it means to have an engineering career. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think we're lucky. Our organisation happens to be a incredibly diverse and interesting workforce and work environment. Yeah, I was just saying this to Vlado. They're also very, um, speaking personally, they've been great to me in terms mm. of encouraging the whole you know, family work balance as well. Absolutely. So very absolutely. lucky. Yeah. Um, and so uh, they were very excited to hear that there are interesting careers in engineering. Yeah. You know, that they aren't wasting their time. And um, the potential for those kind of evenings for them, it's almost like that's, in some respects, a bit of their payoff. Mm. Not only do they get the leadership training and the uh, support to seeing the next generation come through, but by having these industry nights where they can uh, mingle 
as a, a collective mm. with, uh, funnily enough, women who, not, not just men, but also women who have uh, made a career of engineering and they can tell them, well, this is actually what it's like. This is yeah. what you will confront. Yeah. And to start making contacts in that field. You know, it's like all of those um, I was gonna say, industry nights are all a, about making... Yeah, having a mentor is mm. incredibly important. I found that too. Not just from the beginning of the career, but right throughout mm, it. Absolutely, because you need different and things. And not necessarily a types. female mentor either. No. I've had fantastic male mentors throughout my career as well. Just somebody that can, you can, you know, inspires you and you respect their opinion and it was somebody amazing to bounce ideas off. So yes. it's very important. Definitely and, agree. And the line of the night, I think, was from, from our point of view, was that we really wish this organisation had been around 20 years ago. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, I mean, this idea of encouraging uh, through practical application more women to consider engineering as a career, even if they end up not becoming full-time engineers throughout their entire life, mm. just to, to make it more normal. You know yeah, what I mean? exactly. For, for, for engineering to move away from boys with toys in a boys club and, uh, look, this is fun and interesting and exciting, but if it doesn't have any real practical application, then it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, God, I wish that, that – I think, you know, I think back to when I was going through and just starting – um, it was almost by accident, really, if I'm honest with myself, that I mm. fell into engineering because the way it worked out was I had a fantastic year 12 chemistry teacher who really um, encouraged me and mm. it was really only because of him that I sort of did so well in math science and then that sort of led to the engineering. So, But if I had RoboGirls back then, it would have been fantastic. Exactly. You would have thought about it at a much yeah. earlier age and you would have probably Definitely. gotten involved with it at a much earlier age. So these RoboGirls, the initiative, the, uh, the uh, project... <laughs> Is it having success? Is it uh, seeing? I mean, it's in, in its infancy, but it's I mean, the feedback infancy, it's getting from yeah, the, from the, the schools from um, it's interesting actually because at the moment it's mostly private schools who seem to have the time and the budget and the support yeah. to be able to put towards encouraging uh, their mm-hmm. student population to consider this stuff. They've had less success trying to get into uh, public schools like the government schools, and I suspect it's more just the. We're already overloaded and under-resourced. This is one more program that, you know, we have to consider and yeah, does it really... Yeah, it's a pity, but... And because it's in its infancy in some respects, um, it's not... It doesn't yet have the uh, imprimatur of yeah. um, this is something I want our people to get involved with. But the thing is, if they keep going the way they've go- they, they're going and they keep uh, getting themselves involved with the schools they're actually getting involved with, word will spread. And it'll be a case of, well, this is what the cool kids are doing. Yeah, once it picks up momentum, hopefully yeah. it'll get out there. And and then that's going to feed back into uh, providing uh, well, what I think is another benefit of the program, this idea of building a female engineer network from the university itself. Because considering you're talking about only a handful of girls in each of these courses, yeah. or even if it's a large number of women in the, each of these courses, just by, you know sheer weight of numbers, they tend to be broken up amongst their male colleagues a bit. Yeah. And so they don't naturally form a large collective mm. of shared interests and shared experiences, yeah. which I think is so important when you're feeling a bit depressed about some of your life choices and you think to yourself, why have I gone down this path? And they go, well, you know, I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And going, yes, I feel the same way. And you yeah. just have a peer group that you can carry through with you, you yeah. know, throughout your life. Yeah, Definitely. So it's just another example of a benefit that this uh, organisation has. Um, ironically enough, the, the, the founder, um, Marissa, she went over to the UK for a year. And um, funnily enough, there wasn't any sort of organisation there. So she started up RoboGals in London. 
great, fantastic. And um, yeah, and so it, it's it's reached the point where uh, there's I think a Robo Gals chapter in every state, yeah, like in in, in in universities in each each of the capital cities in Australia. Um, or certainly at least the main... Wasn't she main Young Engineer of the Year yeah. as well? She was Young yeah. Australian of the Year. Ah, okay. And that's what she got it for. Yeah. You know, this this sort of program. And um, there's a couple in the States and there's a few couple in the UK at the moment. And it's Excellent. just, you know, really exciting stuff. And you want to sort of see that stuff continue. God, I wish that was around when I was... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you think. You sit there and you're going, where was this 20 years ago? <laughs> yeah, no, it's a great idea. Good on her. Yes. So, yes, I was very impressed. And um, yeah, I was. So how come you were there? Is the question that I okay. Here is the thing. <laughs> Without going and into details about where we were. Yes, um, an email went around because unfortunately the actual news item appeared on our web page very quickly and then got buried in the avalanche of other ah, news. Okay, and so nothing had uh, been. Uh, it, it hadn't really achieved conscious traction uh-huh. and so uh, a senior member of the organisation sent around an email to everybody mm-hmm. saying. We haven't really had any response to this. We would like to send several members because he, he himself is actually a, a, yeah. uh, a strong supporter of the organisation. Okay. And, um, yeah, he sent an email out and I saw it because I happened to be working late at night when it happened. Um, and I said, well, I sat there for about two minutes thinking, should I do it? Should I do it? Why not? And then I thought, actually, it. no, stuff it. I'm going to say yes. And live live my own crap. <laughs> so they did specifically say engineering people who are female out there in the organisation, please come along. They were opened it up to everybody. They opened it up to everybody. Okay. Um, and I said to, in my response to uh, the the individual who sent out the email, yeah, I said, look, if you get if you find someone who is more appropriate to go, because I figured you know there are female mm. engineers. In yeah, our organization. I'm surprised that no one else put their hand up. Well, actually, no, there, there were a couple. <laughs> okay. Um, I will volunteer rather than have nobody go. Yep. And, um, yeah, he said, well, you were the second person to volunteer. Uh, the irony is I think the first person who volunteered was also a bloke who okay. ended up not going. Oh, okay. But I don't know why, but just one of those things. Um, and two other women uh, at our organisation did end up going. And okay. they were, uh, I think, as favourably impressed as I was. And uh, mm. hopefully, you know, we'll... It'd be a cool thing to end up in our news. Uh, I'm disappointed newsletter. I didn't hear about it because I'm actually on an extended leave at the moment because I've just had my <sighs> third little boy, so I didn't find out about it. Otherwise, I would have been yes, yeah, please, yeah, absolutely. Me, I'll go definitely next, next time. Next look, time, look, and that's the thing. It I think. looks like it's going to be a regular thing if it's uh, doing as well as it is, and they're as keen for industry to get involved. Oh, I think so. Um, and that's the thing; they're always looking for sponsorship in, in terms of just support and industry contacts and. Um, Again, and hopefully it'll gather momentum to in the schools too, more importantly. Exactly. And that's exactly. the thing, you might be, I mean, you've got three boys, so it's... Yeah, well, that's what I was thinking. But Definitely. I mean, look, I'll, I'll be uh, mentioning to my my school, uh, the, the schools that the kids go to. So, yeah, and look, absolutely. Uh, from my own experience, the girls, they from primary school age is when they start to self sensor um, yeah. they don't want to be seen as being one of the smart girls yeah. uh, which is a real shame yeah. because they get basically stick from the boys in the class yeah. Yeah. and that's when you need to catch them early yeah, on yeah exactly that's what I was saying yeah. before it's great they've actually gone in that early rather than high school age uh, just a, t- a text from my sensei yep to say uh, <laughs> sounds great good topic too want to try 30 plus years ago as in <laughs> it should have been done yeah and then she just said some other stuff you know 
Ah, uh, that's cool. All right. <laughs> Still having your beer. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. Um, <laughs> my, my, other, my other sensei has sent through another one. Uh, the one I took home. Oh, okay. Said, yeah, pervert. <laughs> <laughs> that was the real reason you went, wasn't it? And, you know, uh, and then finally, beer is good. When, <laughs> when you're describing... Um, you in this gala with the attention of four or five twenty-something-year-old engineers. I, I thought, accept. I thought you were retelling a, a dream that you once had. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it was real. I swear. I was, it, I was, really it, was real. it really happened. I was about to hit the uh, the uh, the cough button. To... <laughs> Not that I have one. Um, all right. Buzzing in my ears. Yeah, um, I got that too. Eleven oh eight. Um, it's fourteen point five degrees. Outside? Yeah, you've got to get used to him doing this. I don't yeah, know I know. It's the whole radio. No, no, but it's weird because it'll happen in um, in the middle of winter and that's when I think that the thermometer seems to be located somewhere not <laughs> really connected with reality. And it's 21.9 in here. Yeah. Um, we need to go to a song and we'll probably go straight into a station break after that because we're one minute off the station break, so we'll do a song. Have you got is- a fixed idea for your song or can I throw in one of uh, my sensei's rec- uh, requests? Uh... uh <laughs> we'll discuss it during this song. Fair we'll, enough. We'll, 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 <laughs> like, I don't want to play that song. I don't know I what really song don't. it is. But anyway, we'll talk about it during the song. Uh, this one's uh, Little Talks uh, of Monsters and Men. Ooh. This is a yeah. great song. So, uh, Of Monsters and Men. Back in uh, about four minutes. And we're back. And uh, a lot of discussions during the song. And break, which actually would have been perfect radio. It would have been yeah. perfect radio. We'll have to repeat it all now. Oh, <laughs> so where were we? <laughs> okay. Uh, the, thing, the topic we were talking about was uh, how uh, women fall into engineering almost by accident. And that actually, in many ways, uh, men fall into engineering the same way. Uh, and a lot of the girls I spoke to on, um, I say girls, they're women, but in comparison to me, they're girls. So... Uh, a lot of the girls... <laughs> Am I going to go there? No, I'm not going to go there. No, no. Um, Cause you're, essentially, Because you're a woman? L- <laughs> no, in terms of age. <laughs> All right, sorry. Uh, they ended up making the decision fairly late. Mm-hmm. They had mm-hmm. like an interest maybe in uh, either chemistry or in yeah. physics or something like that. And or they were strong in maths and uh, someone literally, almost like at the death knell of their high school experience, yeah. suggests, hey, have you thought about engineering? Yeah, well, that's the way it happened with me, I must admit. So You know, and yep. uh, that's how they ended up be- becoming an engineer. Um, Nicole, one of the, uh, she was like the MC for the night and I think she was, uh, I think she's the, one of the, like the national coordinator or something like that. Okay. I could be wrong. I apologize in advance because I did tell them that I'd be talking on the radio. So if they are listening, apologies if I've got it wrong, <laughs> feel free to text in and tell me I'm and wrong. correct well. There you go. Um, Vlado will give you the contact <laughs> shortly. 0447779789 or on Facebook at It's Not Rocket Surgery Facebook page or on the Twitter stream at Rocket Surgery No Vowels. Um, so she said that essentially it was just in, in, in the, the last few, um, when she was starting to consider university courses, yeah. um, someone said to her, have you thought about engineering? And that's yeah. how she got uh, into it. Uh, Lucy, the HR coordinator, and again, this just shows you how much you should not assume. You know, <laughs> I very, very, very nearly shoved my foot right in my uh, mouth. Um, I thought HR. I, this might be just the you know you're friends with someone and you get no. She's she's studying mech eng. Her, okay. her father's a pilot. 
you know. So she's very much more, uh, for want of a better term, a hardcore, like uh, black hander, you know, mm-hmm. structures engineer ra- yep. or mechanisms engineer, as opposed to a few of the girls who were um, computer or software or okay. uh, systems yep. engineers. Yep. You know, and so uh, yeah. Again, it was one of those. Um, you get the feeling that the reason she is 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 so comfortable dealing in this sort of technical environment, and for her, it's actually the project management and the team building that mm. uh, she's uh, really interested. She's like nearly finished. Her, I think she's finished her second year. She's got maybe another year or two to go. Okay, and she's part of the um, her group's project, mm-hmm. like but Formula One car type building project yep. like you get to design a car and uh she's taken on the role of coordinator so all of these introverted uh male engineers get to you know be bossed around by her and so <laughs> ah, you know, no one it. ever really objected to that <laughs> that's uh, the way it should be exactly <laughs> but no again it's just just <sighs> i was impressed on two scores one because uh it's great to see uh people pushing to change the status quo the status quo yeah but and this is probably more important because this is actually what will change the status quo. They were just really impressive people. Mm. You know what I mean? It's not a case of, oh my god, you're yeah. a woman and you can do engineering. It's almost like, oh my god, you're 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 you're, you're uh, the dog is standing up playing well, the piano almost, and playing poker. It's almost a sad state of affairs that we're in 2012 and it seems unusual. It's still unusual. Yeah. Like I was actually really surprised. I thought, you know, my, maybe I've led a very sheltered existence where I work and. And then when I got to thinking about it, yeah, well, numbers really haven't yeah. increased that much. And then when I got online and sort of did a little bit of research, I thought, gee, you know what? It really hasn't in the last mm. 10 years. It's, I find that amazing. Well, the interesting thing is it's still, uh, you know, Sonia, um, being a chemical engineer, yep. that uh, speaking to her about it, uh, very much a case of still chemical engineers, uh, environmental engineers. Yeah, very the, the, the tends to more be dominance rare. for the females to go into that area. And even rather then, rather than aero, it's, in, it's like these, this is women dominated. But All it's still not a big percentage, though. Well, no, no, it's close to half. Really? But, oh, okay. I'm surprised about that. But this is the thing. That's not even like saying they're the dominant group. It's not nursing. It's mm. not you know teach. It's not primary school teaching. Yeah. You know, uh, it's very much a case of. Uh, the best we can hope for at the moment is parity, and that's mm. stupid. Yeah. You, know, you should be able to have just basically who, who are the smartest people in the room who have a, a love of physics, chemistry, uh, mathematics, um, engineering is a great fit, or some form of uh, high science technology, mm. you know, course. Yeah. And just encourage people to get into these sort of areas. Yeah, it definitely shouldn't be. Um, but especially pointing out the obvious, it shouldn't be about the, you know, what, what gender you are. Exactly. It should be your. Obviously, your ability and your interests. And, and as I said, they were just really impressive with just yep. being so enthusiastic and interested and interesting yep. in, in, in terms of where they see themselves and what they're doing. That's fantastic. So hopefully, we'll be able to increase that percentage from that about 11% awesome. to a bit more. But see, we, we want parity because we're getting the right people, not because of some artificial, we need 50% because 50% is, is Yeah, is you don't want the whole, dare I say, token no, no. You know, person there. You want someone there that... It's a See, good engineer. She just happens to be female at the same time, right? I think there's a way of satisfying both criteria. It, t- it took me a while to come to this point of view. Um, I think overt actions are required to increase the numbers of women in engineering, mm. just so that it seems to be less of a surprise and mm. more of a natural progression. But 
the quality of the people you select can't change. No, of course not. You know what I mean? It still has to be uh, The profession who... suffers if you start doing that, exactly. that extreme. So, no, that's... But uh, on a slightly, you know, sort of slide... Slide. Side topic <laughs> away from RoboGal, but more still staying with women in engineering. Uh, and the women that I've spoken to about being engineers in a male-dominated environment, mm-hmm. um, a lot of the time, even if you're with... Um, colleagues who overtly accept you Mm. the environment itself is so quintessentially male that that can act as a stressor for women in engineering itself i was going to say that i'm speaking personally from my experience i'm naturally more of a tomboy anyway so that i tend to like that environment to me i actually thrive in it Mm -hmm. i like that it's a male dominated environment because i'm a tomboy so I fit right in. That said, um, when things have happened and it's been an unacceptable comment or I'm feeling a little bit uncomfortable with what's being said, it's always a fine balance between how you respond to that. Yeah. So I could put on the ice queen approach and, dare I say, be quite bitchy, but that's not really my style. And I think it's kind of productive anyway because... You want to be in a working in an environment that's professional and inclusive. Mm. And if you start behaving that way, you're just automatically shutting yourself off from people. Your colleagues feel uncomfortable coming to you and it's awkward. So if anything's ever happened where I've started feeling uncomfortable, someone's made a smart-ass response. And let's face it, people do. Yeah, and people do. I, my general approach is always to tackle, tackle it with humour. Mm. So make a sarcastic comment, humorous comment back. Yep. Make it funny, but then there's a point about it too. You've, you've, you've flagged it as, you know, you've okay. crossed a line here. You crossed the line. Yeah. And then literally in the 20 years that I've been working as an engineer, I can count one particular experience where I've taken it to the next level. Mm. But that's a pretty good hit-miss ratio right there. So I said, you know, 20 years of a fulfilling career that's been harmonious and mm. enjoyable and exactly. fulfilling and all the rest of it. So I can't really complain. No. So. so is it a case of the chicken and the egg in terms of is the environment engineering uh, dominated, male uh, dominated engineering environment, is that a, uh, a hurdle to getting more females in there because they, it's, all, it's all male dominated so I don't want to go there because it is so testosterone driven and hence why it's, never, it's always going to be that way or, yeah. or a conscious effort has to be made to, to, to change that. Culture. Yeah, and I think you're right. Because it is so male-dominated, some people might feel a little threatened or overwhelmed mm. by that. So that's where cases where uh, RoboGirls is a good example of trying to encourage more and hopefully and that will change over time. And build a community within the community so that you've actually got a support network exactly. to say, yes, we agree with you, yes, uh, yeah. it's changing, but you can always sort of seek comfort and relief yeah. in us without leaving the industry. Yeah. And that's the thing I think it's really important. So, and when you get more females there, you're probably more likely to, to get more females that were sort of on that cusp of, I would mind engineering, but it's so male-orientated, I don't think I'll fit in. Whereas when it becomes, when it, when it hits a tipping point where it's like 30% or 40%, mm. you probably get that, it'll, it'll probably ramp up quite quickly to, to parity. Yeah. Um, because you get more of those people who are on the cusp of deciding whether to go biological or, or mech engine or aero, which yeah. um, which is what we really want to see. Because I know I know a lot of girls tend to do more 
um, biology as their science mm. yeah. in high school. Um, and I don't know whether that's because there's a perception that physics and, and, and uh, mathematics and all these sort of subjects are more male-dominated, whereas biology are more the softer sciences. Psychology, biology seems to be more... Uh, acceptable female engineering yeah see that's interesting because um i never really dealt with that or had that problem when i was going in high school because i went to a girls high school anyway yeah. mm. so i had that opportunity there where i didn't feel threatened or uh, anything not threatened impeding. it's a strong word but you know if if you've got boys there in in the class it might be a different dynamic mm. but i never experienced that because i was Sport, I guess, going no, to an all-girls high school. I know, I know my This gets back to more of a, a wider picture of education, yeah. be- differences between men and women, that yeah. men thrive better in a mixed environment, but women thrive better in a... Now, that may just be pop, sci- you know, yeah. pop science that uh, has been disproved by yeah, research. Yeah, how much truth is there to that really? Yeah, yeah but certainly that's the perception. Look, that I've seen lots of studies that confirm that, and anecdotally, my daughter um, mm. went to a co-ed primary school yep um and she had these issues with a couple of the boys who yeah. would compare and belittle her um for doing well yeah um yet when she goes when she's gone to high school in an all-girls high school um she's doing exceptionally well she's mm. getting a's in maths and science yeah, that's and, interesting and it? she's not feeling like she's not ostracized by her peers her, the the girls because she's doing well in something that they weren't doing well in yeah. or that her peers Deemed to be a boy mm. uh, realm, yeah, yeah. Um, and she's doing phenomenally well. Um, but that said, some coeducational high schools also have the kids socialising and playing together. But when it comes to math science classes, they do have just girls exactly. math so, groups, and for that reason, exactly. And so there are ways of doing it, yeah, getting around coed yep. uh, environment that. And maybe that's the order in which you have to solve the problems. It sounds terrible that you can't solve everything in one go. Where let's let's all you know get along and sing kumbaya, <laughs> but that. Uh, rather yeah. than say, uh, let, let's punch for uh, equality um, in uh, numbers in classes mm. and then realise that that's just going to have a negative impact later on down the, the track and suddenly yeah. try and fix it. Yeah. Or we can just go, let's just accept that the current reality is the current reality. What we're really trying to do is change societal perceptions of uh, what women can and cannot do, mm. even amongst themselves. Yeah. And the only way that's going to happen is if we take some of the the noise out of the uh, mm. equation and let's just focus on just getting them interested and, and, and happy in and of themselves in doing this stuff so that there's not that complication. Yeah, and the rest will come later naturally. Exactly. Yeah. So, look, uh, we'll, we should go to another song. What song did you want to play? <coughs> oh, okay. Uh, this is for you, John, because uh, you dared me to play it. <laughs> um, you want to play this in? Yes. Um, this is a Leslie Gore song, You Don't Own Me. All right. Right, hang on a second, I just gotta find it. Do, do, do. This is all good radio, of course. Yeah, good old technology. Let's go back, go back. Dun, da, dun, da, dun. Do, 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 do. Come on, Phil, Phil, it's not all up to me. Today. Yes. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so, Sorry, right, we're, nearly no. we're nearly there. Here you were wanting to play a song and you couldn't prepare it earlier. I was trying to get into the building. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I got a, I got a, a message on my phone. It says you're outside. <laughs> By the way. <laughs> yes, that's why I went for the other option. Um, I knew you'd be paying attention to your uh, publicity machine. And so I thought it was a good opportunity. And, and we had uh, that uh, Jason we mentioned earlier on yeah, the Yeah, I don't know Facebook. him at all. <laughs> he said, it's me.
and smiley oh. face. So uh, I believe he, th- he believes you know him. Yeah. So no. Kind of. All right. <laughs> we good to go? Whenever you're ready, dude. Go for right, it. Let me have a look, see if I can get this to work. Jeez. Oh. It's not rocket science. Or surgery for that matter. This yes, is the man who it, seems to be uh, oh. oh. Here we go. Hang Here's on. something. Turn it up, dude. Uh, Try again. I've, I've completely. How long have you had this oh, iPhone? We got, we got an SMS. <laughs> uh, SMS. Uh, why equality in numbers? Plenty of other professions are dominated one way or another. Yeah, I was actually going to say that too. I wonder if you know the nursing profession has the same sort of discussions about trying to encourage and more that, blokes to go into and nursing. That, for and that's example. from my uh, better half, Michelle, yeah. saying that there were five guys. She just wants to stop in more social work. Women being sucked into the terrible world. <laughs> the terrible world. Uh, and look, we don't need. Quality. Quality is not something that you need to aim for, but if you want to. But you want to encourage people to have the opportunity. To if go they want to, they want to. If they want to, they don't need the the um, the biases or perceived yeah. biases to, exactly. to be a hurdle for them. Yep. So, guys should be encouraged to do social work or nursing or, or hospitality. Teaching or Look, they should do what they're yeah. good at. Exactly, and that's the point I was trying to make on Friday night. Yes. Be authentic. Yes. Be the thing that you actually are. Don't try and be something that you think someone else wants you to be and, and don't because be, you can't sustain it. And don't mm. worry about being a minority in that profession. Exactly. Because right. in, in a lot of ways, it's, it's, a, it's a positive. It is a positive. Um, the, 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 the morons and the people who want to hold you down will still be morons and they'll still try and hold you down. Why give them the win before you even start? And the morons aren't you know, exclusive to engineering. There are exactly. plenty of morons just in society to put you down exactly. anyway, so go for it. All right, All so right. are you ready for the song? I am good. I'm ready. Right. I even cranked up the volume. Hit it. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> we're too busy talking. Blah, blah. Didn't realise the song was about Sorry, I, I, I wasn't even paying attention to Normally, if whoever is responsible for playing the song normally pays attention to how much time you've got. That's no, all. again... 11.33. Damn you, Reg. It's too sorry. interesting to talk to. We're a minute and a half away from another station break. So, um, so oh, you, Sorry, go on. Uh, uh, John just texted through um, my sensei. He goes, ironic, this song is sort of, of relevant to the topic. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Don't tell me what to say. Um, <laughs> and we uh, got another SMS from my better half saying, yes, we had the same discussion in uh, social work. We need more men in social work. Just Definitely. Just ain't going to happen. Definitely. So, but look, more men in, in teaching, primary school teaching in particular. Oh, especially, and I found that with my, because I've got three boys, um, William having uh, access to a male teacher for computing and for PE, they thrive on that, mm. having that male contact and that male role model there. This gets back to something that's probably uh, utterly fundamental to the equation. Teachers are grossly underpaid. Oh, underappreciated in general, definitely. Because think about it. Why, why would I trade in a, um, an engineering job that pays $100,000 or more for a teaching job that will play, pay, if I'm lucky, two-thirds of that? Mm, exactly. You know? My, my issue with teaching is that uh, there are too many hurdles to actually get into the profession. I'm not it, the the pay is one thing, and it's it's a big thing though. It's not great, but the thing is, you it you need to do rounds, which mm. take time. So you can actually do a course part time or by correspondence. You can do all those sorts of things, but you need to do the uh, the rounds. Yeah, and and then there's the pay increase. Usually, and attracting people who are in other careers, uh, in other professions, um, to teaching. Um, a lot of people who would probably make really good teachers. Well, I think there's a bit, been a drive recently for specifically math yeah. science and people that's the background point to go into that, teaching. That, that, uh, in, just for engineering in general, they said 
kids won't become engineers if they're not taught by engineers mm. yeah. and like taught by people who find math science interesting and engaging. A lot of people who get into the teaching profession are strong on the English but they're not so strong on the math science. And so it's kind of, I'll teach you the thing I'm really good at and the thing I love and you'll, you'll pick up on that. Mm. And then here's the thing I have to teach you because the syllabus says we have to. But even uh, at uni, so many of my engineering lecturers were, should be you know, fantastic academically. But when it but came to actually teaching teach. and communicating, yeah. it was a bit of a struggle at times. You so. need to find uh, that, that happy medium of... Um, but then think about it. Engineers who can communicate are valuable, period. Definitely. They're, they're valuable in the profession. They're valuable in the teaching profession. They're valuable in project management. They're valuable in uh, policy and development and a whole bunch of other yeah. areas. Radio shows about science, technology and geek stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's how really I good. choose to spend my time. <laughs> so, no, no it definitely um, need more teachers, more, more males in, in a lot of... A lot um, of yeah, it works both ways. There needs a, b- a bigger gender balance in professions. Exactly. Yeah, so it's not just about, you know, opportunities for women. It's also about, you know, guys want to go society. into... society. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But see, I, I was talking to... Because uh, uh, I mostly had male teachers when I was growing up. Really? Yeah. In primary school, um, in secondary school, uh, I would Was that argue, private school or public? No, public school. Oh, okay. Well, there you I'd go. argue that uh, I reckon I had... At least two-thirds to three-quarters of all of my teachers were male. But you were in the country... Even when I got to Ballarat. Sorry. You were in the country. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for that. Ballarat. Um, Sorry to our Ballarat listeners. No, 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 but uh, I take your point in in primary school, although my grade six teacher – so it's funny. I had a grade five uh, female teacher. We only had a very small class, so Mm. it was the one teacher for everything. Grade five teacher – could care less about, you know, has made very little lasting impression on me. Mm. But my grade six teacher, she was awesome. Yeah. Like just staggeringly good and interesting. And I remember having an argument with her about um, I thought I'd solved some problem that would be on the board. Like It was like a maths trick or something like that. And, yep. I, said, and I said, oh, I know how to solve this in my, you know, youthful arrogance. <laughs> and she said, no, no, you think this? And I said, I know I know how to solve this. And so she said, fine. And she gave me the entire lunchtime to waste my time trying to work out how this was done. He'll learn. <laughs> and I got to the end and I said, no, nah, I can't do it. And she said, so what you should be saying is you think you know, not mm. you know you know. And I've, and I've always remembered that. It's, it, it's, it's a great lesson in um, humility and knowledge. Mm, you definitely. know what I mean? It's like yeah. you've got to always allow for the possibility that you don't know everything. Yeah. Oh. And if you actually act like you – you don't need to be arrogant to be uh, assertive. Yeah. And yeah, you go arrogance is a dangerous thing, isn't it? Exactly, and it blinds you to other things. Yeah, definitely. But equally, I've had uh, male teachers throughout those periods, including an again an absolutely amazing uh, maths teacher in Year Twelve, who actually made my actually could get my brother to be interested in maths, and my <laughs> brother had bad bad maths teachers. Yeah, and it really really crippled his um, math maths yeah. interest. Yeah. But this guy actually made him interested in it again. And um, I could see why, because this guy would take the time to teach you properly. Yeah. And he, again, made it interesting. Yeah. You know, and that's the hallmark of any good teacher. I oh, think. yeah. Great you know. teachers worth their weight in gold, definitely. No doubt about it. But see, that's what, I mean, I considered teaching because of the influence that I had, that I had from the good teachers. Mm. Yeah. And, and, a, and a difference they made, I mean, they, they bumped my goal of a B in maths up to an A, and, yeah. and likewise in physics. So, mm. I mean, they largely moulded me 
as to what I became. And yeah. I thought that's a, that's a wonderful thing to be able to do, to influence somebody in, in such a positive way. Yeah. And I said, but in the same breath, the, my math B teacher told me, those who can do, those who can't teach. This is coming from a teacher. I really hate that saying. Likewise. I, go, I hate that. The th- they're just the feeding, the, uh, <sighs> feeding that whole... Uh, it's undermining of the whole teaching profession. What I should say really is those who can, can teach by demonstration. Mm. Those who can't just teach by explanation. But that's what engineers and that's the difference. like. Engineers mm. like to be taught by demonstration. We like to see how it's worked. I mean, the whole reverse engineering thing is, is, is basically just us doing what we do. Yeah. Pick it apart and see how it exactly. all works. Exactly. Learn by example. And occasionally there's a few tears because a few pieces have gone missing <laughs> and it doesn't Damn always assemble back the way you thought. You get spares. It, it works without it. Don't worry. <laughs> um, got another text from, uh, from Rochelle saying uh, Asperger's. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, we need to do a station break. We'll go station break. We'll go into a song, and then we'll come back and keep talking. All right. So this is uh, another station break. Um, spending some time. We're back. Oh, we're back. That was uh, Sirata, Tears of Joy, and Amrap, Amrap, from uh, a hit from uh, local. Very good. Local. I'm not, somewhere in Australia. Um, we've got some more texts. Um, this is the most I've heard from Michelle in ages. Uh, <laughs> Obviously, we've hit a, ho- a red a red button issue for yeah. Michelle. She's hitting a whole heap of uh, unintelligible characters in physics. <laughs> Why should they miss out? These girls could be your engineers. Yes, absolutely. I, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, I just didn't want to like make it too restrictive. Those those characters have have been jumbled up by the uh, system here so okay. I can't actually read the first few characters of your uh, maybe maybe she put in smiley face or something I know the rage a lot of girls <laughs> uh, will not teach higher maths or physical classes if they don't get enough students this needs to be addressed if only two want to do physics or should they miss out ah it's uh, split the message so ah, okay. keep, keep your messages to less than 160 160 characters please anyway you can now read the message now that you know how <laughs> a lot of girls schools will not teach higher maths or physics classes if they don't get enough students this needs to be addressed if only two want to do physics why should they miss out absolutely these girls yeah. could be your engineers absolutely yeah. Um, and look, I know some schools will actually um, send the girls to uh, an adjacent boys' school. Yeah. Um, I know, and look, and they hold a co-ed class, um, which look, in uh, itself uh, presents problems. But um, it's better than not being able to do it at all, that's right? right. If, Put if the opportunity out there for them to do it if they want to. If they're that determined to do physics, yep, they'll, they'll, go for it. they'll do it in a male-dominated class. Yep. Um, Hopefully by that stage... Um, the males will be a little more uh, focused and advanced and uh, more willing to just go with it and work hard in the class rather than go, oh, look again. No, I think the issue with the boys, don't, um, it's, it's I would like to think that... Yeah. Boys are competitive and they don't want to be shown up by a girl. Uh, it's the the whole prepubescent. But I take great pleasure in showing up all the time. Oh. I would argue that boys don't like being shown up by anybody. No, but in particular, there's the whole. And again, this this gets back misogyny, to the whole. And this is the the true macho. The true misogyny that exists in society is this idea that what is masculine is strong and good, mm-hmm. 
sorry, I shouldn't even use the word strong, but just pure good. And what is feminine is bad, like strong, weak. Mm. You know, the the here are all the higher qualities, and they're all male qualities, and here are all the you know lower qualities, and they're all female qualities. It's a stupid way of thinking about stuff, but it pervades everywhere. Mm. You know, the the gr- most grievous insult you can well, throw at a guy is to call him a girl. Yeah, girl's blouse. Well, it's prevalent Girl's in a blouse. lot of parts yes. of the world, isn't it? So, but I mean, that's the way. But, it is. E- but even in an enlightened society, which I would like to think this country is in comparison to other places around the world, you know, this this is this is their this is our equivalent of uh, yeah. wear a hijab and you know basically don't show yourself. Well, you know, it doesn't help when a major member of parliament shows is, himself yeah, to be a complete a complete yeah. sod. So, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Uh, yeah, so I mean, it, that doesn't sort of set the right tone, does it? So, and again, this gets back to um, something that men have to do. I mean, I would argue that most men don't agree with the idea that women are inferior. I'd like to think so, but they don't speak up enough when the minority do express that opinion, and they don't check their own language occasionally. Though that said, I've actually had a couple of instances where guys have stuck up for me. In a quite a vocal way, which actually surprised me a lot, and I was thankful for too. But I think I think it's nice, just from the point of view of you'd like to think that if someone was picking on you, for example, I'd do the same thing for you. Exactly, it's part of just having that work environment where you're looking out Everyone's for each other, feeling safe, right? That, that you're not feeling isolated, and, and alone. that then propels into the whole thing of you feeling comfortable in your environment and it's a more productive work environment. You feel comfortable to ask questions, even though they are stupid questions or dumb questions. You're never going to learn unless you feel that security to be able to do that. Exactly. You need to know that uh, dumb questions are actually good because I guarantee you two things happen. One, everyone else in the room is secretly relieved that you've asked the question that they were too frightened to ask. And two, if it really is a dumb question, then everyone else feels encouraged to ask dumb questions mm. because they think it won't be as dumb as that. Yeah. You know, and the, the virtue there is it depends on how the question is treated by the person and being asked. Yeah. If they turn around and they slap you down hard for asking what they think is a dumb question, then uh, they don't realise but they're just sending a signal to everybody else who didn't open their mouth, don't open your mouth. Yeah. But that's sometimes what they want. But, I mean, I, I tell my kids always, the, the only dumb question is the one you didn't ask. Exactly. Oh, Definitely. So no the only way that. you learn is by asking the questions, and it's not a sign of failure or a sign of weakness. It's a sign of strength too. You know, but it's the I don't need to know everything to feel good about myself. But the thing yeah. is, I mean, uh, speaking from experience, I know there was that uh, difficulty approaching a teacher after outside class to mm. ask, ask for help, yeah. ask, the, ask the dumb questions, and there's that the stigma, the the, the shame, the the ego. Yeah, uh, that you have to get over, and I go. But you need the only way you're going to learn is to to ask the questions. If you need help, you need to ask for it because people yeah. people don't know to help you if you if you're not waving your hand saying, "Look, that's it. I need help. I need <laughs> help." People aren't psychic, exactly. So, um, but yeah, ask, ask the dumb questions. Um, it's ten eleven fifty. We should we'll probably move on to the. Yeah. We, sh- we should. Otherwise, we'll be here all night. Be here till, yeah. <laughs> you know, I've, got, like I've got three kids, six and a half and under, so come on. <laughs> I can't be here all night. <laughs> Please. I've got three kids. No, they're not. No. Under. No. What's your youngest? Youngest is two and a half. Okay. Two and a half, five, seven. So same oh, age, yeah, same well, range, but yeah, not, not that range. young. Just yep. a little bit of shift. I have no children. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, 
for. That's right. You live, live vicariously through, through me. Yeah. They That's do. it. Lardo's doing his bit for he you. He is. As, uh, as, as is Michelle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we should do another song, I guess. 11.51? Oh, no. Uh, there is one thing. Speaking of parenting and children. Ah, <gasps> oh, yes. There was this uh, thing on YouTube that I... Uh, this was funny. the parent rap? The yep. parent rap. Oh, that was brilliant. It was. So I thought it was so good, I have to play it. Oh. Fair enough. So this Great is um, the parent rap. Love that. Parent rap. Parent rap. It was uh, on YouTube. I love it. This is idea. I'll pull this beat right over. <laughs> it's such a parent thing to say. Like I use it all the time. Oh, look, another station breaks popped up. We'll go straight into that before we, uh, we head into the top ten. I'd always wondered about being a foster carer, but I wasn't sure if I was up to it or even eligible. It turned out that I was, and with all the support and training I got, well, now I'm doing it, and it's fantastic. I'm actually making a difference to a child's life. As foster carers, we come from all walks of life. To find out more, call the hotline on 1-800-013-088 or visit fosterabrighterfuture.com.au and make a difference to a child's life. We're back. 11.55, 98.9, Northwest FM. It is flying. It is absolutely flying. Um, and that, look, parent rep, excellent. Um, even if you take offence to it being a male going back to work and a female staying at home with the kids. Hey, if I had the choice, I'd stay. <laughs> look, I, I said, it, yeah, I'd quite happily. No, look, I, I've retracted that since. <laughs> Six kids later, That's maybe not such a great idea. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> no, look. One of the Actually, I would argue that given you have six kids, that the two of you essentially, it's like team team Kekok. Oh, it has because, to be a team effort. You know, no doubt about no, it. None of this, oh, well, I'll focus on the work and you focus on the home thing. It's a case no. of, no, we're going to do anything. Whoever whoever is the, it's like WWF wrestling, you know, if you're having trouble, tap yep. out and then get the next person That's in. Tag team. I, I try, but <laughs> Michelle still does the bulk of the work. Yeah. <laughs> But like we, um, one of the things we spoke at a, a marriage preparation program yesterday at the church, but required to uh, to do one of these sessions, and um, it's a good thing. But we we talk about parenting and expectations of marriage. We used to talk about expectation of marriage. Now we talk about conflict resolution. <laughs> anyway. The presentation has <laughs> changed. It's, it's, it's very telling, isn't it? <laughs> but it, it's parenting. But uh, yeah, it's you, you, well, we talk the, about you know they're moving into you know uh, preteen teen era. It's less you know problem solving and more. Conflict mm. ending. Well, so the last time we did conflict resolution, it was more about conflict between us as a married couple. Yeah. But uh, now we've sort of worked in conflict resolution between kids. And kids stuff as like well, that. yeah. So it's, it's, all, it's all good. Yeah. You don't have enough time to fight with each other. <laughs> <laughs> Too sleep deprived. <laughs> That's right. It's like, oh, God, I'm so tired. I can't oh, remember what I was bothered. going to say next. <laughs> just want to go to bed. Yeah, sleep deprived. is Look, and I'm functioning on very little sleep. We've had... Uh, Gastro in the house, so mm. gastro in gonna... the house. <laughs> <laughs> That's never pretty. No, uh, it's the double-barreled variety too. And what's even worse is if the kids are sick and you're sick as well at the same time. It's uh, it hasn't the pits. It hasn't worked out. We've had like one sick, and then uh, Michelle was sick, and then the kids were sick. Oh. So we missed out on going out to a barbecue today because we had two of the kids throwing oh. up and uh, last night. But um, yeah, games. the double-barreled varieties where. Mm. It's coming out both ends. Yep. Um, at the same time, <laughs> filling a bowl. Moving on. <laughs> filling a bowl in a bucket. How do we go from <laughs> Robo Girls to diarrhea? <laughs> Natural progression. All only, the way. only all on. the way down. <laughs> all the way 
down. Only on It's Not Rocket Science. Science Surgery. You can't even get your own show name right. <laughs> uh, top 10. I was a bit concerned about this top 10. Why? I wonder what made you pick it. Oh, or did you just, just go, oh, God, that's right, I haven't put a top 10 uh, on. Let, let's go with this. This was one I had uh, a few weeks ago that ah, okay. we didn't use. Um, yeah, he just does that. Yeah. There's this recycled program. So oh, recycling is a good thing. It was either that or... Oh, no, some of these top 10s deserve <laughs> to have been lost to the sands of time. All right. I had a few <laughs> others, but I th- thought given it was so heavy, this sh- the show was going to be so heavy, Women in Engineering... Uh, mm-hmm. The other two were 25 uh, strong characters from sci-fi. Yep. Or uh, 10 um, most influential women in science. Mm-hmm. So okay. They were less prone to less had less potential for for comic value. So as uh, opposed to this one. Look, <laughs> I think this one has um, is better. Okay, fair enough. I defer to your judgment. Oh look, look, look. <laughs> no, 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 please. No, no, it's no, your no, show. No. I'm merely a guest here. It hasn't been it's my pretty show long, too, about it. That's right. three pages. I took all the photos. Three of us now. Your English ah, that's uh, why reading I'm here. is good. <laughs> Actually, it is pretty long, isn't it? Mm. Um, the other options were. Uh, Otherwise, we'll be here all night. The top 10. Uh-oh. Uh, top 10 women in science. See, I like that one. Top but ten female scientists. You'll have to read it all because we can't read that far. You can go to. Do you have, oh God, no, do you have please, Apple? Please. You, got a, you got a smartphone? Yes. You can go to my delicious page and link on it. Click uh, on it. Please don't do that. No, don't make us do work. I'm tired. Twenty-five women who shook science fiction. So, what do you want? Uh, ten, top ten strong female science fiction fi- film characters. No, no, no. I don't want fake. I want real. You want real. All right. Um, all right. Top 10 f- greatest female scientists? Yes. Yeah, go. All right. We'll just get Reg to read it out over your shoulder. Change mic. Mic change. Oh, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like musical chairs in here. Da-da, all right. I'm going to have to get up on my phone, aren't I? Just, sorry. That's yes, sad. and you two can share the phone oh, there. Shit. All right. I'll even move the mic. You have over. to move the mic, yes. Hang on. All right. I'll start. All right. Top no, 10. No, no. Wait till I get there. Look, Uh-oh. it'll take me a while to read the first one. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> it is midnight. Uh, yeah, that's that's the reason why you're struggling. However, the realm of science... Oh, I should actually read the top tale. Uh, <laughs> what is going to... However... Right, this is going to be good because it's poorly written. All us. <laughs> however, the realm of science and technology is considered as an arena of men, but uh, one can't simply ignore the devotion of women for promoting these fields. Uh, so, Actually, what's the page? Uh, top 10. Okay, cool. The... Uh, Toppy Apps figures 10 female scientists who are held in high regards for their salient contribution uh, to the mankind. To the, to man- the mankind? Obviously a male mm. wrote like this. Like I said, very poorly written. It could be written by an engineer or a scientist. <laughs> yeah, uh, but, but then my, I'm playing the odds here. <laughs> um, by making some important discoveries in a massive field of science and technology. So, have you there yet? I'll start with number 10. All right. T- hang on. Top 10 female scientists. Yes. That's the one? All right. Google says go. Didn't you go to my delicious links? Nah, I can't be bothered. Dude. It's, t- <laughs> it's, it's just painful. You're painful. Google is better. You're painful. There's a link there. Straight. Uh, hang number on. Number 10. <laughs> Anita Roberts, America. Anita Roberts was born on April 3rd, 1942 in Pennsylvania in the... And in 1968, from University of Wisconsin Medicine, she cleared her doctorate in biochemistry. 
She is credited for incredible work in exploring the hidden characteristics of protein TGF beta, which plays a significant role in healing wounds and bone fractures. This molecular biologist herself was a patient of gastric cancer and before her death in 2006 she significantly contributed to the growth of laboratory of cell regeneration and carcinogenesis LCRC at the National Cancer Institute alright that was number 10 alright do you want me to read number 9 then go for it Rosalind Franklin from Britain, an essential pillar of modern science, Franklin is better known for her contribution in revealing the structure of DNA. Using the X-ray diffraction technique, this British biophysicist (laughs) (laughs) concluded that DNA molecule comprises looped double helix of atoms. She also discovered that DNA could be crystallised in two different forms, A and B. I believe in one of the other lists that I have linked to my delicious links... Um, mentions her and the, she her counterparts actually were, got the Nobel Prize for that discovery that she was key so she got shafted she basically. did get yeah, shafted. Got shafted it sounded like she was getting shafted yeah um, Ada Lovelace that sounds like I a, know it yeah. does <laughs> oh my God. but we're not going to go there <laughs> no. alright credited for being but <laughs> we did uh, credited for Isn't being the world's first computer programmer Ada Lovelace penned her research on the analytical engine, the mechanical general-purpose computer of Charles Babbage. Her observations on this engine was acknowledged as the first algorithm. Buff of mathematics from an early age, Lovelace was honoured by United States Department of Defence when programming language Ada was named after her. She has also been uh, portrayed in a movie, Conceiving Ada. Oh, there you go. Unfortunate name, though. (laughs) (laughs) We can't all be... Woman, but unfortunate name. Yes. Um, all right. Next one. We go to the other window. Uh, number seven. Jane Goodall. He's the good one. Ah. Pardon? Nothing. Monkey lady. <laughs> that's not a nice thing to say. No, she's. That's what she's known for. Exactly. Chimpanzees. Yeah, chips. Not monkeys. Okay. Oh well, you know what I mean. <laughs> Pedant. <laughs> Um, a British anthropologist and UN messenger of peace, Jane Goodall is best known for her extensive research on the social culture of chimpanzees in Tanzania. Gom- and being able to draw parallels between them and us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Gombe Stream National Park. Uh, counted among her notable alumni of Cambridge University, Goodall now operates an organisation which focuses on the environment and wildlife conservation. Good stuff. All right. Oh, oh, what have I done? Mm-hmm. You've, you've, ah, here we right. go. We're good. We're, we're good. That's right. Gentle. Gentle. Be gentle with the iPhone. That's right. Number six, Gertrude Bell. Is it Allion? Allion. American. Winner of the Nobel Prize in Physiology, the American pharmacologist and biochemist formulated a large number of new drugs that later conceptualized the AZT and in antiretroviral drug Ooh. used for the treatment of AIDS. Ah, yeah, that's true. I remember who she is now. Um, her entire life oh, was dedicated. Oh, her! Her entire life was dedicated to the scientific adm- advancement, and by the time her name is attached to some forty-five patents. Uh, well, well, welcome to uh, the fact that uh, English is a second language for mm. whoever writes these things. Yeah, sometimes. that didn't. Yeah, well, it just doesn't flow. Not Normally, very that's well his job. <laughs> like he's the one who's uh, the unfortunate who gets those. Yes, that's just um, loaded up a different. Page. Oh, what have you done? I clicked on something accidentally. All right, hang on. I know what's happened. 
it's basically taking you to her research, I think. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's done. That's your That's turn. Oh, your sorry. Turn. All right. If I'd known that, I would have to Rachel there. Go for it. All right. Now I'll just turn the phone off just to really demonstrate my <laughs> credentials. Okay. Number five, Rachel Carson. Born in a rustic river town of Springdale, this American marine biologist is considered as the mother of, envi- of the environmental movement. The environmental movement, people, not mother of environmental movement. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mother of environmental movement. <laughs> after earning the degree... After earning the degree of MA... Oh, this is challenging, <laughs> isn't it? After earning a degree... In zoology, actually, it looks more like a master's of something in mm. zoology. Uh, from John Hopkins University in 1932, she joined the U.S. Bureau of Fisheries as a biologist, but resigned in 1952 to de- to de- 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 to dedicate her life in exploring the ecology of life. There you go. Um, number four, Virginia Epgar of America. Uh, this <laughs> renowned American physician. He's better known for founding the APGAR newborn scoring system, a method used Ah, to evaluate the health of a newborn child. This radical invention has uh, surprisingly scaled down the infant mortality across the world. Why would that be surprising? (laughs) Just by... Just by actually, you know... Having a scale. Well, having a Richter scale... Having a Richter scale doesn't reduce the number of... Earthquakes. That's because we can't actually. Do I'm playing devil's about. advocate, dude. You're playing stupid. <laughs> You're a poo poo head. <laughs> I know you are. You said you are, but am I? Yeah. <laughs> I'm rubber and you're. Oh, whatever. Glue. And what you say? Boys, stop it. What you say bounces off me and sticks to you. Where's the whip? Stop it. Reg is getting that 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 twitch. Yeah. It's like, oh, no, 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 I left the house to escape oh, that God. nightmare. What have I got myself in for? Right. Uh, number three, I've got an exotic sounding one. Ooh. Trotula of Salerno, Italy. One of the most celebrated scientists of, 11th, of the 11th century. I'm going to try and fix the grammar here. Trotula <laughs> wrote down several, wrote several books on <laughs> medicine and women's health. God, this is shocking. Uh, it is believed that she was a physician at the school of Salerno. Don't. Go dark on me. Where she significantly contributed in the formation of medical knowledge. Oh, God, that's shocking. <laughs> Would you like to try that sentence again? <laughs> where she significantly contributed in the formation of a medical encyclopedia she made a or something or other. That was so bad. Uh, yeah. Move right, on. My turn. Number two. Go for a while. All right, number two. Do, 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 do. Maria. Japart Meyer from Germany. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. A German-born American physicist and Nobel Prize winner in physics, Maria Meyer is a sacred name in the arena of nuclear physics for suggesting the nuclear shell model of the atomic nucleus. You mean the right answer. <laughs> After completing her PhD from the University of Gotten- Gottingen, in 1930, she started teaching here and there, but continued her research on mathematical models for nuclear shells. I just love this idea of, you know, uh, someone, again, fleeing Germany for, you know, well, just being persecuted for not And being on the what... side doing all this wonderful stuff as exactly. well. Exactly. Yeah. Ah. All right. Do you want to do number one, Ridge? Yeah. As a, yes, uh, as our... Good old Marie Curie from Poland, of course. From Marie Curie. Marie Curie. Marie Curie. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Murray Curry, <laughs> a groundbreaker in the area of radioactivity, uh, 
This grand lady is the first woman to win the Nobel Prize, the first female professor, the first female professor at University of Paris, and also the first person to grab. Grab what? To grab. <laughs> grab also the, the first person to grab a Nobel Prize <laughs> in two different fields. Grab a Nobel Prize. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what uh, they didn't say is that, you know, they were just sitting on the table and she walked what? past you. And, and I was looking <laughs> like, at it. I'll grab one. Hang on. I'll grab a coffee and I'll grab a Nobel Prize That's as right. I walk out the door. Okay. Uh, moving on. It was Madame Curie who gave the theory of radioactivity and discovered two new elements. Don't go dark on me again. Polonium and radium. She's also credited for initiating the treatment of cancer using radioactive isotopes. Um. And that's it. And, and that is it. She went on to pay the ultimate price for her discovery. Yeah, she did. Um, that was the uh, top ten greatest female scientists. Much better than the alternative, which is seven technologies that will make it easier for the next president to hunt and kill you. <laughs> but Vlado will recycle it and use it another day, I'm sure. Another which day. is fine when we're discussing, you know, the, end of the world scenarios. The, the next US presidential election. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need to do a station break. We'll come back and actually we'll go... Do you have another song you want to play? Or? I do, I do. Oh, we'll play your song. Uh, we'll go to station break. Go. Can I have the little plug thingy? Yeah. Right. Plug thingy. Yes, so the technical, technical term. term. Be ready to play Hang the uh, plug thingy when I... Uh, Give it a second. When, I, when the station break finishes, dude. Oh, all right. Hang on. Yeah, right. go. Do, do station your break. <laughs> do my thing. <laughs> it's not playing, dude. Silence is a bad thing. Dude. <sighs> it's on. It's... It's, it's on. What's well, happening? It's plugged in. I'm getting. Hang on, I'll just make sure it's playing at my end, quickly. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> it might be the song. Might be the song. Because it wasn't playing. Dun, we just dun, had silence. Dun, it's, dun, not, it's not the sound of silence by Ga- Simon, Simon Garfunkel. Garfunkel. No, no. Dun, 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 dun. It's weird. I would have thought it would have played more. Hmm. Mm. Hang on. Let me try again. Let me try. Dun, 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 dun. All right. Well. So waiting, waiting. 12, Thirteen. No pressure. Monday no, morning. No, I'm fine. I, I've watched him Hurry struggle up. through a whole bunch of. <laughs> no, uh, look, we got a tweet. Hey, oh. it's working. Sort of. Marie Curie also discovered dying of radiation poisoning, yeah. but apparently, let's uh, gets less props for that. Oh. Who's that from? That's from Russ. From Russ. All right, I'll try something different. That wasn't sounding really good. That's not the song you want to play. No, but you're going to have to suck it up anyway. <laughs> the other one doesn't work. Apparently not. I mean, I can hear it, but I can't hear it. That doesn't work for me. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll pick you another song. A compromise third choice. What is it? Life on Mars. We played that weeks ago. No, 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 no. no. We played uh, Ashes to Ashes. And? This is Life on Mars. What did we play the other week when you thought you had the... That was uh, Magic Dance from Labyrinth. All right, yes. You'd... Okay, All right, can I play it? Play it. We'll stay here just in case it doesn't work. Ah, there it is. It's a god awful small right. affair. <laughs> That's a very, very long finish. Oh, I'm sure we've had longer ones. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> and there we go, completely destroying my um, small in amount the dying of dying minutes too. Yes, just 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 a casual throwaway line. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> He's got the big grin on his face. Not uh, at all. <laughs> doesn't work when you're in a studio. <laughs> <laughs> see? <laughs> now you see what I see. It's yeah. not just now me. Now I have a completely different perspective. Uh, a couple uh. of texts during the song. Uh, vexillology, isn't there an ointment for that? Uh, from Jeff. 
and uh, also while still demonstrating all the energy of an asthmatic ant with heavy shopping. Yes. Yes. Thanks, Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. Nice to know you're listening. And uh, this, uh, to everybody who's been listening and joined in on the conversation, mm-hmm. thank you once again. Including our new listeners? Released for the show? Yes. Could be in Sao Paulo. Yeah, maybe. Or Sao Paulo or Rio or Rio, Portugal somewhere. That's right. Madeira. You never know. Never know. So, welcome to uh, the craziness that is It's Not Rocket Surgery. Hopefully you can join us once again. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast, welcome from the past. <laughs> Hello, future. Hello, future. Hello, future. Uh, Hello, future, my old friend. <laughs> <laughs> you broke the rule. We haven't, we I, I heard that and it's oh, like, no, I determined that they will be singing and dancing. <laughs> Oh, if Johnny, you could see what I can see right now. And, and look, and you broke the third rule. No air piano. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. all we need is air guitar and then we're set. Air guitar. Yeah. Um, thank you all. You're very welcome. Thank and you for having uh, me on the show again. Thank you, Reg, for joining us. You're welcome. And uh, thank you. Contributing. Yes, thank you, Reg. It's been very enlightening and interesting. Thank you, Wall. <laughs> you said that with a straight face. I can't believe it. Skills. <laughs> Um, and yeah, that's another uh, It's Not Rocket Surgery in the can. Episode 29, done and dusted. Yep. Um, all right, with that, I'll um, put on inspiration for the night. <laughs> um, this one is uh, in honour of a concert that is happening this uh, Friday, apparently. Apparently. Mm-hmm. Apparently. Oh, and just a final note, John. I'm sorry, but uh, the... Uh, the uber Nazi who runs this uh, show has refused to let me play It's My Party. I tried. I did try, but he said no. You played a little bit of it. Let me it rules with an iron fist, he does. It's, let's see if it's on inspiration. I can cue it up. You know, well, once we're well out of my... No, it's not on inspiration. Okay. Maybe it's that... not deemed to be inspiring. No, no, it's not. Not even without the apostrophe. No. Um, all right. So there's no It's My Party. But... <laughs> nice try. All right. Uh, Once again, thank you all and uh, good night. Good night. Good night.